0: Episode 20 starts now.
1: Welcome to Sharemo edu.
0: We are a team of two Missouri lead learners sharing stories across the state and beyond through the lens of education. I'm Dr. Renee Hawkins, Elementary Principal at Maple Elementary in Smithville, Missouri.
1: And I'm Dr. Eric Carlin, Elementary Assistant Principal at Maple Elementary in Smithville, Missouri.
0: Today we welcome Kyle Kruger. He is co-creator of a nonprofit organization called Lighthouse Educator Development and co-host of the LED Project Podcast on iTunes. I connected with Kyle on Instagram through his Value Adds Value account. Kyle is committed to inspiring educators by providing a platform for teachers learn from one another and improve their craft. Kyle has a tremendous story where tough times in teaching led him to create change and inspiration. Welcome, Kyle.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I was glad we got a chance to do this and glad we connected.
0: Yes.
1: Cool, well, help us to get to know you and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, I am a born and and raised uh, Wisconsin kid. Uh, Lived all my life in Wisconsin until graduating college in 2008 with a teaching degree and there just weren't jobs out there. So um, I substitute taught for a year because that was kind of how you got your foot in the door but I realized that there weren't very many doors to get your foot into. So uh, I went to a job fair in Minneapolis and a guy from Houston just offered me a chance. He said, just come interview. So I flew down to Houston. Um, and then a few weeks later, I took a job there and I spent eight years teaching there. And And my my partner in the nonprofit and my co-host, Wilkie, and I talked together. And, and that's sort of where this idea of Lighthouse Educator Development came from, that he, we started working together when I was at a really low point. And he started talking to me more about who I was as a person and, and the things I was doing because he could tell that, that who I was as a teacher and who I was as a, per, as a person didn't match. And so really everything we do is just how do we help teachers become better people and connect with themselves because we both yeah. learn that who you are as a person matters and your story matters and and that's really what we strive to do with our podcast is just bring people on to to tell their stories because the more stories we hear the more we realize we're not alone
0: that's great and you have several episodes out you're ahead of us
2: (laughs) yeah yeah you know it's been crazy we we did 26 episodes last year and it was primarily just will and i um but we we really committed we're like we're going to do guests and the crazy part has been the more people I reach out to, the more, the only reason we're putting out three episodes a week is because I have that many people that have agreed to be interviewed. And I, I don't, I don't want to sit on these episodes because I think they're all good. So it's it's just been incredible. It just shows how great the teacher community is, especially on Instagram, um, that teachers are willing to help. And, and I, I find that's awesome. But uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's been crazy, It's been a crazy journey
1: and you're back in Wisconsin is that right
2: yes sir
0: very
1: good
2: I am uh I'm I'm back I uh I have two sisters uh one is older and one is younger my younger sister just got married two weeks ago and my older sister uh has two little boys with her husband and and it just got to be time for me to to come back closer to family and and do that part so it's been it's been really nice it's been awesome
0: that's great. Well, Kyle, what is your hashtag for education? How do you honor these words?
2: Um, the, the hashtag that we um, mostly use is is really our, our, our handle is more of the hashtag than anything else. We just believe in the concept that value adds value. So whatever a teacher does, whether it's physical fitness, you know, um, mental health, Professional development, spiritual development—all of those realms you can go through, and you can add value to yourself. And that through through that value you add to yourself, you'll there's no way you won't pass it on to your kids and to the people around you. And um, we also kind of have have the hashtags of stand tall and shine bright, and that's that's sort of where the lighthouse came from. Um, was that idea of you know, as teachers, we really do need to stand tall and we do do need to shine bright. Cause even even in the job I'm in now, I can look back to this year at times where I, I didn't stand up or stand out as much as I probably should have in the opportunities I had because I was I thought I should be humble. I was in a brand new job and a brand new school. And I and I and I almost kind of I sunk down into it a little bit and and I used it as a crutch a few times. So um, I think it's important that teachers really stand out and shine, um, even though it might not always be the easiest thing to do.
0: So as you talk about value adds value, even podcasters, you know, giving teachers a, a platform, it does add value to your own life. I've said before, Eric and I didn't know we needed this in our life, but this has been great for us. We've learned so much from interviewing others.
2: Oh, and 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 that's just the thing is, there's so, and what I realize is, there's so many stories that are different, but there's so much of the stories that are the same. Like everyone we talk to talks about relationships. Everyone talks about authenticity. Everyone talks about vulnerability. And, you know, for teachers, we can sometimes be so bombarded with content and curriculum and testing dates and all those things that take away or don't take away, but kind of distract you from the relationships and all that stuff. It's, it, it's good that they're reinforced by, by the people we talk to. And, and like you said, I might be the luckiest guy around because I've interviewed like 20 teachers in the last couple months. So I'm just constantly getting people pouring into me. And, and I know, and I've noticed a change in my classroom. Like when we really committed to it, it like I've noticed that I've been better with my kids.
1: So it's kind of funny. It's kind of like self-care PD where the more that you dive into other educators or connect with more people, the better you become at your own craft and, and, you know, challenge yourself to improve and uh, take the next leap.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and that was like coming back to the origins of what we did. Wilkie started talking to me about books and that was at a time where I wasn't I wasn't reading a lot. But he would just be like, hey, I, I read this book, and it was um, The Shark and the Goldfish. I, I, this one stands out. John Gordon wrote a book called The Shark and the Goldfish, which is just about how this goldfish gets out somehow gets out into the ocean and has to learn how to be a shark and how to hunt for their food. And it's just really great story. It took me like 45 minutes to read it, but it made such a, uh, such a huge impact. And, and like you said, those things like like reading... That was something that, you know, as teachers, we say we don't have enough time. We don't have, and I'm not saying we have an abundance of extra time, but whatever those little things are to, that you can carve time out for, whether it's working out or whether it's meditation or reading or just spending time with your family or even just getting off your phone for 30 straight minutes, <laughs> you know, all, all all those little things. and And over this journey, I feel like that's what I've learned is, it's not the big things that you do. It's, it's the little things that you consistently do over, I guess now, Wilkie and I have been, we've been friends five years now, and we've been doing the nonprofit three full years now. So, I mean, it's taken us three years to get to this point with the podcast and with everything that we're doing.
1: It's funny you mentioned reading our next question. I'll have you dive into this. Share a message from a book that you've recently read that uh, would cause listeners to take action or has caused you to take action in, in your uh, profession? Uh, something
2: that I read. Oh, man, I've read. Um, it's, not, I, it's not directly from a book, but there's a book by uh, two Navy SEALs. Uh, one's name is Jocko Willink, and one's name is Leif Babb, and the book is called Extreme Ownership. And, and the concept of extreme ownership is just that everything is your fault. Like you have to take responsibility no matter what happens. And it's from Jocko's podcast, but he tells a story of how a guy, one of his, one of his seals would come up to him with these problems. And every time he would just say good. And from there, he explained how if you can say good, when something happens, it it puts you in this frame of mind to where you can make the best out of any situation. So, you know, I did. I'm not teaching the class that I thought I was going to teach. Good. I can learn a new curriculum. I don't have the teaching team that I taught with last year. Good. I I can work into a new group. So so being able to say just the word good, no matter what the problem is, it doesn't detract from the problem. It doesn't say like, oh, this problem doesn't exist, but it does put you in a frame of mind where you can just say, "Okay, good. Like we've got this problem. We can find a solution.
1: That's awesome. That reminds me, um, earlier this year, Renee posted something about kicking out doubt. And I think when we, you know, choose to respond with good, or I'll take on the challenge, or, you know, something in a positive mindset, it it allows you to not dive deep into excuse number one, excuse number two, or I don't have the right mix of kids, like kind of like you're talking about. But kicking out that doubt or that fear about what's going to happen and just owning it. That's, that's cool. That
2: sounds like a cool book. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. And, and the book itself is really, um, about, you know, the lessons they learn being Navy SEALs that translate to business, you know, cause they come back and they have this consulting company that they, they work with these really high level businesses. But, um, I, I could go, I could go into them. I, I don't want to, I'll get down the weeds if we start talking about all the books, but <laughs> I, I really recommend that book. And he's got a podcast called the Jocko Podcast, which is fantastic too.
0: Awesome! Check it out. Okay, reflect on these statements right now. One thing that is going well for me is, and I want to grow by.
2: Um, One thing is going that's going well for me is um, our podcast has grown. Uh, I know you had Joe Dombrowski on, who is just one of the greatest people on the planet. But, but our podcast has, has grown, you know, like six or seven fold since then. So that's, that's been great. But also coming back to the point of I feel so lucky to be in the teacher community that so many people are willing, you know, like this to, to collaborate and work together. I, I think that's um, something that's really good that's going on. Um, one place I would like to grow I, I think the place I need to grow most is really being willing to to put myself out there even more whether it's through our podcast or when I'm teaching or or on Instagram because I, I I do still have that little bit of fear of like oh man like I don't know if I am I the right guy to be saying this do I have you know do I have the credentials i I, I go through that one a lot like do I have the credentials to to say this so. Um, I think I really need to push myself farther out there because I I do think what we're doing is important and I do think it has value. So um, I guess the overcoming that fear of really putting myself out there even farther.
1: Very good. All right. Kyle, what three words would you use to describe the person who has made the greatest impact on your life and why those words come to mind? Oh man! Not um, <laughs> to take all deep uh, on you, but there you no, go. No, that's
2: fine. I, I I have to um, I have to say my parents like it's. I mean, it's not even and and just like my family in general. Um, the three words I would say is service. Um, my my parents are so so uh, service. They are selfless. Um, and. Service, selflessness. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of another one. Service, selflessness, and I think just joy would be the words I I would use to describe my parents. Like, um, you know, the, the story I always tell is like, and I never noticed it as a kid. But you go to any gathering where all of our family, there's a bunch of people. My dad's the last one to eat. And, and I don't know why that always stood out to me or why it now stands out to me, but it, it, it's just the resemblance of what they do. You know, my parents give to people all the time and, and they're taking care of people all the time and they, they do all these things for people with no expectation in return. And I think that's maybe why their life has such joy and, and, and that example is really would... Their, their example more than any defines who I am.
1: That's awesome. That, that giving, uh, giving heart and giving service, we just had um, Dr. Brent Catlett on. He talked a little bit about that. So you'll have to check that out on his episode. But um, he says, the more I give, like the better I feel. <laughs> and it's just that joy, it's, it's uh, contagious.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: What has been a game-changing moment for you in the field of education?
2: I, I gotta, I gotta say when I started teaching with Wilkie, um, I was coming off a really rough year. Um, I had kind of, it had been made clear to me that the school I was at the principal didn't really want me around. And I was, and it kind of, and I don't know whether my personal life was causing that or whether my the, kind of the the turmoil in my career was causing my personal life, but it, I was just at a real low point, And, um, he and I were put on the same team and it, it was just such a both personally and professionally such a changing moment for me to really have. Cause when I started teaching, I didn't have really a good mentor. And, and he, without me asking, he just, he saw the best of what I was and he, he never still to this day does not let me do anything but that like, and he is he is the friend, he's the colleague, he's the partner that is gonna tell you what you need to hear. And I and I really respect that I him. So by far when he and I started working together.
0: That's great. We need those people in our lives.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm very and I'm and I'm so lucky that I, I have more people besides just Wilkie, but but in terms of my teaching career, one hundred percent, that's that was a game changer.
0: Great.
1: If your cup is not full, you cannot fill the cup of others.
2: Tears? <laughs> yeah, I've got my I've got my uh green there go, go. Green,
1: there,
0: so. green is the theme. That's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you promote self-care? I think the best way I can promote self-care is is with my example. Um, you know, I I'm up at 4.45 every morning to get to the gym and, and do my workout at 5.15 before school starts. And, you know, there are kids that see me in there at that time. And I'm eating some variation of like a meat, some rice and vegetables almost every day for lunch. Um, and, and I really just find that that in terms of self-care, my example says more than my words ever could. So, you know, kids see me doing my 10 minute. Med- some kids walk by and I'm doing my 10 minute meditation every morning. they walk by my room and they like will ask me later on why I was sitting there at my desk with my eyes closed. you know so 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 the, those things that I do, I think are the best promotion, the best way I can model that self-care is important.
1: So funny, you mentioned that reliving my my days as teaching fifth grade, I went on a huge workout kick and health kick and so i started bringing like a gallon of water and i quit coffee which for my students are like how are you going to stand up you have no coffee but then i had a parent that reached out and asked if their uh son could bring a gallon of water because he saw me doing it he wanted to be like me right And i was like i gotta have my protein shakes guys bring in your snacks and it was like right I probably need to get back into that because right now it's oatmeal cream pies and uh, a cup of coffee.
2: Oh, man. (laughs) The oatmeal cream pie is is the most underrated of the Little Debbie varieties. (laughs) So So underrated.
0: (laughs) Can you see them up there, Eric?
1: (laughs) No, but I know where
0: they are. I know where they (laughs) are. That's funny. We're actually in the process of packing our entire school for renovations this summer. So we have to be moved out by Friday and... This is cram oh. mode.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. I yes. oh man, we have
0: Wallsmark demo and school One. ends on Thursday.
2: Are <laughs> they gonna do all the renovations during the summer? Yes.
0: Yeah, so the entire district is starting after Labor Day next year. We're all starting oh. late because of renovations at this building.
2: <laughs> oh okay. That's
0: it's an exciting time.
2: Yes. Does that mean you but have we to are living uh, later
0: Oatmeal cream pies right now.
2: <laughs> Does that mean you'll end later next year again too?
0: A little bit.
2: I'm je- I'm jealous you're ending Thursday. We we don't end uh, till the sixth. So okay. Wow. But we had to tack on a couple extra days because we got so much snow.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys prepare for snow. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, it's inside recess, and then I see these educators in Minnesota and and stuff, and they're like oh, snow, snowball fight with the principal or making snowmen today. And it's like, oh. we don't even go outside if it's even... Yeah,
2: our our elementary schools have sledding hills.
1: That's <laughs> so. uh, all you're used to, I guess. That's funny. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: All right, we've come to the moment in this interview where it's time to share your fast five. We're going to fire five questions at you, and we want you to answer with the first thought that comes to mind.
1: Okay. Okay, here we go. Question one,
0: fire away. Would you rather be incredibly funny or incredibly smart?
2: Funny. I'd rather be incredibly funny.
1: How do you take your eggs?
2: Over easy.
0: What do you want to be when you grow up?
2: Uh, My dad. Would you rather play dodgeball
1: or hide and seek?
2: Dodgeball.
0: And give a shout out to one person you want to tune into this episode.
2: Oh man. One person I want to tune into this episode. Um, Man, that's hard. I want to say Joe, I would love for Joe Dombrowski to listen to us have a conversation so we can, so he can hear us appreciate him and, and all that he's doing. There
1: you go.
0: Well, Eric has just made notes that I skipped over questions, so I'm going to go (laughs) back. Thanks, Eric.
1: You're welcome. This
0: month, we are celebrating hashtag Rejuvenate June, so it's a time to re-energize, but continue learning, recharge, re-energize. What's one way you can rejuvenate this June? Oh,
2: man. Um, I'm going to the Teach Your Heart Out conference in Las Vegas at the end of June, so I feel like uh, that's going to be a really a really good place to rejuvenate. Otherwise, um, my parents have uh, their camper on a lake and I love to go up there and just, they have kayaks. So I'll just go out on the lake and, and kayak. So that's kind of both ends of the spectrum in terms of rejuvenating.
1: Fun. Yeah. i heard of that conference. That's really cool.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
1: All right. Well, Kyle, thank you so much. We've uh, loved talking to you and it's so cool to you're from someone who's also diving in the podcast world and, and just getting to hear all the cool things you guys are doing. Uh, is there anything that you want to end with to share with our listeners who will tune in?
2: Gosh, you know um, I, what comes to mind first is just, you're not, you're not alone. Like in education, we're all on the same team and and of all the things that I, I felt have Affected me negatively or my worst points teaching was when I, I I just got myself internal and I felt like I was alone. I was the only person going through whatever I was going through. But for teachers, somebody already has gone through what you're going through. They've gotten through it. And and there's we don't this is the best time ever to be a teacher because there's so much out there. There's so many people, so many resources doing great things. There's so many people that want to help. So you're not alone. and And if you're feeling that way, get out, find some help.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah, great words. All right, tune in next week to learn more as we share mo EDU. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Thanks,
2: Kyle. You're welcome.